Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Tommy McNamara is about week one of the 2020 NFL season, specifically the Chicago Bears season. We'll be doing this uh, for every Chicago Bears game this season. This is the second year in a row where I'm watching football again because I have a son now and I'm incredibly conflicted about watching America's most popular sport. And that's why I decided to do this last year and we're continuing it because um, the landscape of America has changed drastically uh, due to COVID-19. Things are massively different in the NFL and massively different in my life, and that is why we now have a Patreon account. Uh, go to youmethemeverybody.com and consider donating to the Patreon account. Every dollar helps, and I promise I will spend $0 that you might be willing to part with on anything Chicago Bears-related. Uh, I don't need anything. We're good. There are no games to attend unless you're a, a very, very uh, dumb Kansas City Chiefs fan, which we get to later. Here's Tommy. Great guy. Bear down. Tommy, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Surprisingly well because for the first, I don't know, 57 minutes of a football game, I was convinced the Bears were going to lose. <laughs> Uh, what a wild fourth quarter. I was, I had gotten multiple texts from people like they have to bench Mitch right now in the third quarter. Yeah. By the fourth quarter, it was like, oh, he's a guaranteed Hall of Famer. Okay. This is exciting. <laughs> Are you happy that football has returned? I, I am. I know that there are ethical problems with everything, but I'm just, I just watching the Bears game made me so happy. I mean, the first half didn't, but just, uh, Oh man, that that fourth quarter comeback! I was jumping around. It was like the purest joy I felt in six months. Uh, we talked after week one of the 2019 season, and you watched that uh, home opener. That was a Sunday night game. You watched that in a bar with people in Brooklyn, and you wore uh, a jersey out. I'm assuming you did none of that yesterday. Well, I did still wear my jersey oh, hell because yeah. I I am a huge dork. But no, I did not watch with other people. But I did wear my Khalil Mack jersey and uh, was very excited too. Where did you watch it? I just watched it home. Was that fun? Was your girlfriend there? Uh, no, she was not. But my my roommate was. So it was just uh, yeah, it was just chill. But uh, I was very excited. I had a lot of texts going. That's good. Did your yeah. roommate watch the game with you, or was he just like on his phone the entire time? He was uh he was watching the Bills game on his computer. So okay. we had a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were you watching the, alone together. Do you have the NFL Sunday ticket? No, I was uh I was streaming nice. to the TV. Yes, uh so it did accidentally get some porn pop-ups on the TV, which is always <laughs> nice on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> some words you just uh, don't want to see blasted on a big screen. Understood. <laughs> so uh this season is obviously different for a lot of reasons. Uh no fans yesterday at Ford Field, which I, I, I want to say is a good thing based on how Chiefs fans reacted to Common Sense uh, on Thursday night. Um, but there's an equal amount of crowd noise, probably more crowd noise than would have usually gone on at Ford Field. Did you like the crowd noise? Did it make it seem more normal? Or do you think it would be super jarring without it? I think it would be super jarring without it, but I also don't like it. You know, I think there has to be some some medium where it feels like there's just like a dull roar at mm -hmm. all times and it just doesn't feel realistic. And I mean, with that, I think there were cardboard or, or CGI. Were. They weren't. Yeah. That, and that, that combination is just so weird. I almost think, yeah, if they, if they did empty stadium, 
because the the weird thing is you know with the cardboard cutouts in baseball you can see the faces Mm -hmm. on the camera and it's like that makes sense but with football it's just this like weird uh, abyss of like un you can't make out any of the faces it's like why are people doing this and it's just it's very it's an unsettling thing for me I don't know if this is my mind playing tricks on me, but I feel like I could hear the play calling more because of the lack of crowd. So you could hear Mitch yelling alpha more clearly than you could in previous years, but there's also mm. that like mixture of the can noise. Or, did you notice that, or am I nuts? Well, first, you were hearing it. Mitch was saying, I wish I was an alpha, is what he was saying. <laughs> beta, beta. <laughs> yeah, no, I de- you definitely feel that way. That you, Yeah, you hear more of the things they're saying. But I almost wish they went the whole way and just mic'd up everybody. And just mm-hmm. like, obviously, you know, there's the they probably have to delay it based on, you know, the way people swear and everything. But I, I, I'm just more interested in that than a fake video game crowd noise, you know? I don't mind. I think the fake video game crowd noise has... Like I just felt like I was watching Madden '94 or '95, and that's not necessarily yes. a bad thing. No, it's fine. Yeah, I think I just wish they used more discretion and just okay. kind of, you know. I um, think it's more jarring in baseball, especially when it's like Pirates Cubs and the Pirates crowd is like it's like a playoff crowd. It's like, dude, you guys are in last. <laughs> if there were people here, there'd be like maybe three thousand. Like, what yes. is this? <laughs> <laughs> there is um that, that was a crazy thing about yesterday. I mean, we'll talk more about the Bears, obviously, mm-hmm. but the second the Bears finished, I looked on Twitter and realized that the Cubs had a no hitter yeah. going. So I got to switch from this amazing Bears comeback to seeing Alec Mills, who no one would think would get no hitter, no. get no hitter, and it was I was just like purely elated of like, oh man, thank thank God sports are back. Did you change into a Cubs jersey? <laughs> no, I should have gone that extra mile and did that. <laughs> <laughs> I had my Cubs hat on, man. I was ready to go. I think, if anything, I earned that no hitter. You did. That's that's all you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. If I could pay, bet money on sports, I mean, I can. If I had money to bet on sports, I would take a Cubs White Sox World Series bet right now. I would love that so much. It would be, you know, obviously a bummer for it to be this year of all years, but. It would be so cool. Um, it, it would be so funny too with the Cubs, since people can go on the rooftop. Those tickets, those rooftop tickets for a Cubs White Sox World Series would go for like a hundred thousand dollars. And here's <laughs> why I would disagree with you. It looks like, barring labor union approval, all playoffs after the first round will be in Arlington or in California. Oh, they are going to do a bubble. Wow! As a, for the playoffs for a, after the first round, um, that's as a ESPN reporting like two days ago. That's what's going to happen. But wow, I, I'm thinking like I understand why for sure, but I think there should be an exception to the rule. Like if it's the same city, they get to stay. Right? They're not going to be traveling, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they, I mean, they, they shouldn't take the red line, but that is they what could. They, would take they should take the, red line, the mandatory <laughs> red line season. <laughs> Because we that all know all awesome. Chicago Cubs and White Sox players live within walking distance to the stadium. <laughs> of course, yeah. Well, they all live in Ravenswood. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Some live off the Brown Line. They'll transfer. It'll be fine. They'll it's go fine. one spot past at Belmont and then shoot back up. It'll be fine, guys. Okay. Yeah. What a what a roller coaster that the Bears game was, though. I okay, mean, just yeah. as a Chicagoan, yeah. Did you ever want to turn it off? Definitely not. Okay. I, I, 
I mean, the first quarter, I was just like, this is so funny. This is so classic. Bears lines. Everyone's so excited. We've, you know, mm-hmm. no preseason. This is the first football we're seeing, and we're so fired up. And then, of course, it's just like three and out, three and out, three and out, field goal, three and out, field goal. And it's just like, oh, my. Of course, this is what a Bears Lions <laughs> game is. I forgot. They suck. <laughs> but I do feel bad for the Lions because, like, sure, the Bears are permanently like eight and eight, but the I feel like the Lions are permanently six and ten. Yes, and they have an amazing quarterback and have the the entire time. (laughs) They still just never win. I legitimately feel bad for the Lions and their fans. I mean, especially Matthew Stanford. He's so talented, and, like, you know, numbers-wise, he's putting together this incredible career, and he's just going to have never been able to, like, experience the joy of a good season, you know? Do you think it'd be – this is a legitimate question. Do you think it'd be better for him to end his career in Chicago? I – Remember that rumor almost got floated around at some point. I, I think the same thing happened with Aaron Rodgers when the yeah. Packers drafted Jordan Love. And I feel like it would be great for Chicago based on just how, how much better his throws look than Mitch's, even though I loved the way Mitch played in the fourth, obviously. But just consistently, Stafford's throws were so much better that whole game. Um, and he also won the game if the <laughs> Swift didn't drop like the easiest ball but that's the thing to catch. that's not how it works <laughs> yes <laughs> yes very very true um so the, which always makes me after every single football game i watch did the bears win the game or did the lions lose the game and i want to say the lions lost the game yes for that game i feel like it's a sure thing that the lions lost it and the lions fans i, w- I was texting with one lions fan and he texted me before the Bears' last touchdown. You guys are definitely going to win. This is so <laughs> typical. <laughs> I was like, yep. Do you think any other sport has self hatred of team than football? I think football is definitely the worst, especially you know the Browns fans with yeah. the paper bags. There, it's like the yeah, truly like the sad sack sport, you know. But why do we all? Not all, but why are we? gravitating towards it. I like I understand the gravitating towards it in the start of September, for sure. There's hope still mm-hmm. for everyone. But by mid October, there's like seven teams where you could just be like, I'm out for the season. Yet seemingly no one is. Unlike hockey, we're all watch the Blackhawks the entire season. As soon as they're out of the playoffs, I don't turn on hockey again. Yes. But I yeah, will watch I, every football game, every playoff game for reasons I can't pontificate. Yeah, I'll definitely watch every NFL playoff game, no matter what happened with the Bears. Just <laughs> I guess it's just, I mean, I love I love watching it, and it's just like, that's the way it is. But yeah, I'm the same way. Do you think the CTE stuff bothers you? Did it ever bother you? It did, but it's like, now there's so much other stuff that I don't even think about. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's yeah. just like, there's, it got pushed to the back, which is horrible, but like, there are so many big problems that it got pushed to like the third, it's like the third or fourth biggest problem right now for NFL players. All right. Let's say it's number four. What's one, two, and three? Um, I, I would say, I mean, this year, uh, you know, coronavirus. Okay. Clearly number fact, one. Number two. Like, their, their lives are very much at stake, you know? Oh, for and, sure. uh, yeah, I mean, they're also at stake with CTE, but in a slower, longer way. So, <laughs> um, and number two, I mean, the NFL has just been so boneheaded about, you know, race issues sure. and and sexual assault issues and that kind of stuff that, that I think those take two and three, even though, I mean, they're making some kind of effort, uh, though, in a more half-hearted way than basketball. But Well, we could, I don't think it's controversial to say basketball is a better sport in terms of ethics. 
Yes, for sure. <laughs> I don't Which think is probably why I watch it more now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna uh, die sooner because of CTE from basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the that being said, most every team, most every stadium now. Well, we haven't seen every stadium, but there seems to be an initiative where Black Lives Matter in the NFL, and that's part of the game now. And there are messages on the back of helmets, similar to how uh, the back of jerseys in the NBA, there are messages. But the difference is no one from the NBA has ever been blackballed because they took a common sense, uh, peaceful protest stance against being murdered. Yes, for sure. I mean, and it never got resolved. You know, it got resolved in, you know, different ways from like Nike giving him that contract and... You know, they had the that sham workout last year. Well, it did get resolved in a lawsuit that he won. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty big resolution. I guess the NFL, just the fact that he never got signed to a team, it's just like leaves that open for me forever, you know? Okay, so we're going to get to that in a second. But let's talk about the gestures first. Kaepernick is not a super big fan of the gesture. Um, Some of the teams are just saying we're sitting in the locker room because this is about this bullshit PR. What do you think? As a 30-year-old white man from the suburbs of Chicago, what do you think of the NFL's social justice messages? Well, the first thing I noticed in, in the first game um, in Chiefs-Texans, which obviously they had the horrific uh, fans booing a moment of unity, which is like, God damn it, every time I get excited to watch football, yeah. I have to feel bad. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and it- just like right off the bat. First of all, the fact that there were fans, which I did not know was happening uh, yeah. at Arrowhead Stadium. <laughs> I want to say the most in the country, too. I think it was like 22,000 no, or something. No, it's like 16. 16? Okay, yeah. It's it's so crazy because even if they're sitting far apart, which they weren't really from the looks of it, um, I mean, still you're entering the stadium yeah. and going to the bathroom and concessions. It's like this is – it was just jarring because I didn't know it was happening. I knew the Jaguars were having uh, fans, but I didn't realize that – Kansas City was too. Mm-hmm. Um, was they have the that thing? You know, the Texans set out, which I, I'm I'm good with. You know, um, I, I I prefer um, of of the gestures. I would say I feel like the kneeling kneeling is a more powerful visual than mm-hmm. just not being there. Um, is how I feel. But then I I was mostly disappointed in uh, like Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels that they just really. They just dance around everything in platitudes and no one like they, they won't say Black Lives Matter, it sounded like to me. You know, they were just trying to talk about using all those cliches of like mm-hmm. this is a moment where we need to come together and all that stuff. It's like just you know, say it and they won't say it, it seems yeah. like. Like Nick Saban, uh, this is college football obviously, but he said I think that every life matters, including black lives. And it's like, you coward, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like he purposely didn't use the word all because he didn't want to get called out for saying all lives matter, mm-hmm. but he didn't want to get called out for not saying black. It's like, oh, my God, people are so afraid. And it is uh, that that I find infuriating from grown men who just refuse to uh, say the words. You know, Don't disagree whatsoever, but the reason why I started watching football again is my son and I was so against the NFL for probably a decade. And before that I watched every game. I played football, super big fan, right? Um, conflicted my entire life. Mm-hmm. You are a little bit younger than me, but I like one of my very first memories is like the 85 bears, right? So yes, I'm jealous of that. <laughs> that's not a good thing. Because I also think of like the players union guy who killed himself with a shotgun in the chest Dave Dewerson, because he wanted to save his brain for science. Like, yes, that's what I think of now when I think of the 85 Bears. Also, did because a horrible human being. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Junior say still. <laughs> yeah, not, not 85 Bears, but yeah, the uh, I don't give a shit yeah. about Junior. <laughs> talk yeah. to me about Aaron Hernandez <laughs> if we're going to talk about great Patriots. Right. right. <laughs> um, no, so so I'm going to conflict my entire football experience. Right. I think about the kids, literal kids. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're four, five, six, seven years old, and you're watching football live for the first time, you're probably going to remember this season. You're probably yeah. going to remember seeing Black Lives Matter on the sidelines. NFL films, I don't know if they're going to blur this footage out in 10, 20, 30 years. I don't think they will, but that means something. So the kids yes. now, when we're 67, 69, hell yeah, and refuse to say whatever lives matter because we're the future bigots like Chris yes. Collinsworth and all them. <laughs> these kids will be like, what are you talking about? This is common sense. And I think there's beauty in that. That is a really great point. Um, and I almost got chills thinking about it. It's like, oh, yeah, they're going to have seen it on so many, like, yeah, between basketball and football and, you know, baseball, like on Jackie Robinson Day, what they did and all that. stuff. So it is like I didn't really think about that they, unless people unless their parents are actively, you know, condemning it in front of them, which I'm sure is happening in some cases. Absolutely. And that, gonna, yeah. but, but unlike when Kaepernick was doing it, it's now the dominant thing where I don't know if you remember going to games pre 9-11, but there weren't giant flag displays anywhere. Yeah, the the pomp and circumstance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now <laughs> yeah, it seems yeah. mandatory for every mm-hmm. football game where there's a flag the size of the football field and for a lot of baseball games and we sing God Bless America every Sunday day game now. That's a newish thing, right? So if we replace all that with, hey, maybe stop killing black people, that'll be a good thing. Yes, for sure. Yeah, it'll be ingrained in the same way. There was one moment that I did think was kind of funny where a Lions player had clearly on their, like, on the pad that's on uh, their lower back, Mm -hmm. it had Black Lives Matter, but their jersey was kind of hitched up, so it just said Lives Matter. I was like, oh, no, an accidental All Lives Matter for this Lions player that he's not trying to do. Oh, it's great. (laughs) What is more shocking, the fact that in 2020 the NFL is finally admitting Black Lives Matter or Mitch throwing three touchdowns with zero interceptions. <laughs> I, I think they're yeah equally shocking. It was, it is so wild um, how good his. If you didn't watch that game and mm-hmm. just looked at the numbers, it's like oh he had a great all around game. And when in reality, if you watch the game, it was like the most frustrating first three quarters you could imagine, and everyone giving up on him and an amazing fourth quarter, which he he does have a, a clutch gene in him that I really respect. The problem with all of this is it came against the Lions, who he's done historically very well against. Yes. I don't see this happening against literally any other team. I think we could. I mean, the Giants are next week, so I feel like we could have a sneaky 2-0 start. And people oh, no. Are I'm convinced like, we're going to go 4-0. And yes, people yeah. are going to be talking about the Bears in the Super Bowl, and then we're going to end the season eight and eight. <laughs> oh no! I mean, it's very realistic. Did you look at the schedule? It yeah, it's very uh, backloaded. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? I Unlock, am a this is your this is what I'm asking every single person for the next sixteen weeks. My pick: Bears eight and eight. What's yours? My pick is Bears nine and seven, last playoff spot. Oh, so uh, we are making the playoffs. That's uh, I mean I am an absolute sucker. I picked the Bears in my survivor pool yesterday, which caused me a I got a lot of roasting for that, and I ended up coming out victorious. Oh hell yeah! But, but everyone was like, "What a stupid pick! Why would you pick the Bears on the road? They're underdogs." And I was like, "I have to go with my team first, 
just to give myself, you know, I feel like that that's the Bears wins on me because I put all my energy into it, you know. So I'm the reason the Cubs threw a no hitter. You're the reason the Bears won. Exactly. I, Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> the words you're looking for are thank you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, what are you more excited about now? Be completely honest. Uh, the NBA playoffs, the MLB playoffs, or the Chicago Bears season? God, it's so hard because we've never had to watch them all at the same time. Yeah. But like, let's say, so create a hypothetical situation where it's NBA Finals Game One, mm-hmm. it's Bears Packers, and it's like the Cubs first playoff game. Mm-hmm. I think I would end up watching Bears Packers of those three. Really? That's um, fascinating. Yeah. But I. What if it's not game one? What if it's game three of the best of five for the Cubs? And what if it's game seven for the finals? I just hate, yeah, I hate missing any Cubs playoff games. I love, you know, I don't want to miss an inning. And I also like basketball is a sport that I love watching. I've been watching so much of the playoffs and the Bulls, obviously, (laughs) we're not even anywhere near them. So I think, yeah, game it's game seven of the finals, Bears Packers and a a Cubs winner go home playoff game. I think I still end up watching Bears Packers. Wow. I, think. I know. And it, wow. it is, it's very hard, but I just feel like wow. I, I, I'm sure I would have. You still think Mike Ditka is a good human being, don't you? <laughs> no, I did not say that. <laughs> but I'm sure in reality, if that situation happened, I would have Bears Packers on the TV, uh, you know, the Cubs on, streaming on my phone, and the NBA game on a computer slightly off to my right and i tried to watch all three at the same time and end up watching none of them because i was <laughs> just darting my eyes back and forth like a tennis match the whole time all right let's go back to uh the 2020 nfl season my biggest not fear but my my biggest concern right now is something that megan gailey's been talking about probably more than anybody else these players didn't have a preseason these players didn't really have training camp in the same way we're going to have a ton of injuries, and I think yep. that the Bears won yesterday because Detroit wasn't as locked in as they should have been. That being said, you could say the same thing about the Bears, but, like, for example, that second and last play of the game where a, a touchdown was dropped in the end zone by yes. the Lions. That Does that happen if there are four preseason games in a real training camp? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely less likely. I mean... Yeah, it's. I mean, there were some injuries yesterday, and I think that that's a very accurate fear and you really are just like this year i mean every nfl season hinges on a lot of luck but Mm -hmm. it does seem like this year even more so that everything is just this on this (laughs) pinpoint thing where it could really the season could go south at any moment at one point the lions miss a field goal and it would have been it was an extremely long field goal so it wasn't but that's the kind of field goal where if the guy got i don't know 15 kicks in the preseason he's probably going to make that field goal which automatically makes your last possession if the score remains the same. That's in field goal territory. Lions win that game. Lions win the game, yeah. And it was a nice poetic thing. Exactly. Every time now that, that the Bears get to, to see someone else hit the post, it's always nice. <laughs> so like... that being said, my other question I'm going to ask every single person is, does Mitch finish the season as the Chicago Bears starting quarterback? And if he doesn't, Why? I think that if he stays healthy, I think he plays all 16 games. Um, And he's been pretty durable. I I think it's going to happen. I think if they had signed 
someone else. That may not be the case, but I don't think Nick Foles is the type of world beater that needs to be, you know, he's not like a, it's not like Brett Favre with Aaron Rodgers on the sideline mm-hmm. champing at the bit, you know, it's like, we have this guy, he did win a Super Bowl, but he had a bad year last year and he got hurt. And I don't know. I just, I feel, especially based on that fourth quarter, I think it's going to give Mitch a lot of confidence going into week two. And I think he's going to surprise some people. Okay. Bear down. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who's going to, no, 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 who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, I think it is going to be Chiefs Saints, and I think the Chiefs are going to win again. So you're doing the exact same pick as uh, the Washington Post. Well, well, you know, uh, democracy dies in the darkness. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with – I'm also going to go with Chiefs. Um, Actually, yeah, I'm going to go with Chiefs. And I was going to go with Saints, but they – the Saints got rid of their – backup quarterback who's arguably better than their starting quarterback who I wanted the bears to sign by yeah. the way that, that was like my dream bears signing was Teddy Bridgewater but and I don't know if you know this Drew Brees is not young he's very old yeah. so the likelihood of him <laughs> yeah. getting hurt pretty high yes but they do have Jameis Winston who yeah. while he throws a million interceptions would be yeah. entertaining <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if it's Chiefs Packers which uh, it almost was last year and I think that was the first Super Bowl ever I'm pretty sure it was Chiefs Packers and also I think this will and I wouldn't be shocked if Rodgers gets hurt and it's the rookie oh man so that's my pick that's my pick Chiefs Steelers Pack sorry Chiefs (laughs) Packers with the rookie quarterback Chiefs go over Wow. Yeah, I, I I, mean, the Ravens, I don't want to count them out, and I love Lamar. I got Lamar in both my fantasy mm-hmm. leagues. Um, but yeah, they're going to have to – you're going to have to see them do it. It's like, uh, you know, Jordan and uh, – Jordan had to beat the Pistons, and Lamar's going to have to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs, I think. Yeah, <laughs> to, but Jordan didn't yeah. have to have a RG3 as his backup, so that's why I don't think the Ravens <laughs> have a shot. I'm just completely serious. I Anybody that has RG three like in a pretty important role, you're you're gonna you're not gonna do well. <laughs> That's a true a true Washingtonian stance. Yeah, I'm looking at my pick and I'm like, maybe I should change it to the Seahawks because I legitimately like them. I I like Pete Carroll a lot. Yeah. Now I'm gonna go with Packers and just internal conflict, and it'll make the Bears quarterback situation seem like it's not a big deal whatsoever. And then it won't be as heartbreaking when the Packers are in the Super Bowl because you can be like, well, I predicted it. So. Yeah. Also, they're going to lose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, what do you hope happens this season that doesn't involve the Bears? Oh, interesting. I would I, I would like um, – I thought it was exciting to see Kyler Murray uh, get a big win yesterday against the 49ers. I would mm-hmm. like if he had, like, an awesome season. I think that Cardinal seems really fun, and I just don't like the 49ers. Uh, <laughs> and – so I would be happy if he had a really good season. Also, you want things, you want more bad things to happen to the people of San Francisco and the <laughs> Bay in general. Yes, they've had it too yeah. good for too long. We need fire in the sky and a bad oh Niner gosh. season. <laughs> I, I kind of, in a Schadenfreude way, would love if the Buccaneers just absolutely sucked. I think we're headed <laughs> I, that way. I mean, yeah, I would, I was like, oh no, it's going to be a fucking Patriots Buccaneers Super Bowl and we're going to have to sit through all those narratives and uh now I don't think that's going to happen, which is exciting for me. I'm um worried more about the election and how that's going to change the game or not change the game. 
Is that this year? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's how we end it. You're the best. Tommy. Great to talk to you, man. Tommy, bear down. Bear down. <laughs>